Welcome to Awakening Today. This is our twice-a-week resource where we desire to complement this Bible reading plan we've been going through now for many weeks, which is available at our website, awakeningchurch.com. This is the School of Faith podcast, which is a ministry of Awakening Church in the Silicon Valley. My name's Chris. We're so glad you're with us. This week, we were reading the end of Ecclesiastes, specifically chapters 8 through 12, and we read Psalm 112. We're glad you're with us as we conclude Ecclesiastes, this great and confusing and beautiful book. And that's maybe where we need to land today. We need to land at the end of Ecclesiastes. Listen, uh, well, before we listen to the end of Ecclesiastes, consider this. Ecclesiastes, we've been saying over these last couple of weeks, is a thought experiment. And the thought experiment is, what would life look like without God? What would life look like without God? What happens when life and its troubles and our thoughts do not consider God to be a part of this world? Well, let's find the results of that experiment. If that was the thought experiment, what are the results? Look at the end of Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 9. Besides being wise, the preacher who's our narrator this whole time, also taught the people knowledge, weighing and studying and arranging many proverbs with great care. The preacher sought to find words of delight, and uprightly he wrote words of truth. The words of the wise are like goads, and like nails firmly fixed are the collected sayings. They are given by one shepherd. My son, beware of anything beyond these. Of the making of many books there is no end. And much study is a weariness of the flesh. Verse 13. The end of the matter, all has been heard. Fear God and keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. For God will bring every deed into judgment with every secret thing, whether good or evil. Here is the conclusion to Ecclesiastes. At the end of it, and he says this, The end of the matter, everything's been heard. He says, everything's been said. Fear God, keep his commands, for this is the whole duty of mankind. After the spinning of his wheels, after going down the rabbit hole of what life might be like without God, he concludes this. Life without God really is meaningless. It is hevel. It is smoke. It is vapor. But life with God is meaningful, right? Living with God and obeying his commands at least brings meaning to your life. But here's the nuance, and this is what I want you to catch in this passage. We cannot expect God to come in and suddenly bring meaning. Here's what I mean. I think a lot of Christians or people become Christians And they expect their lives to all of a sudden be filled with meaning. But this is the wish of religious fulfillment, something we talked about last week, right? Ecclesiastes dismisses the wish of religious fulfillment, which says, God is here to enhance my life. I need a little meaning in my life. I need a little purpose. I need a little community. Therefore, I'm going to become a Christian. I need help with my relationships. I need help with my finances. 
That's why I've become a Christian, so that God could enhance my life. Ecclesiastes says, beware of that. And even beware of coming to God and expecting instant meaning to show up. Now, hear me carefully, though, and this is why I'm saying it's, it's a nuance. God brings meaning to our life. I just said, life without God is meaningless. Life with God is meaningful. But that meaning takes time. How many of you have experienced this? You've been walking with God for a couple years, and suddenly things start to click. Or you go through a really difficult time, and then suddenly something starts to make sense. You see, God is slow sometimes in bringing meaning to our lives, is he not? Notice the end of Ecclesiastes is not fear God and your life will have meaning. No, it just, all he says is fear God and keep the commands for that is the end of humankind. In other words, that's just, that's the whole duty is the translation I read from, the whole duty of mankind. Fearing God and keeping his commands is not something we do so we get something. We do it because we have already received something. Okay, we don't, let me say that again. We don't obey God so that we will get something. That's religion. That's the wish of religious fulfillment. We obey God because we already have received something. We've received Christ. We've received the gospel. We have received God's intervention in our life. Life with God is not meant for us to feel good and receive satisfactory answers to existential problems right away. No, life with God is not about feeling good. It's about being saved. And the writer of Ecclesiastes says, you want to know how to save your life? How to live a good life? It's not money. It's not indulgences. It's not travel or mindfulness or therapy. No, no. Your life will only be saved if you place it under God, obeying his commands and walking in his ways. You also read Psalm 112, which complements this exact thought. In Psalm 112, verse 6, it says, For the righteous, or those who fear God and keep his commands, as Ecclesiastes would say, For the righteous will never be moved. He will be remembered forever. He, the righteous person, man or woman, is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting the Lord. His heart is steady. He will not be afraid until he looks in triumph on his adversaries. He has distributed freely. He has given to the poor. His righteousness will endure forever. Friends, to be obedient to God, to be righteous in God, to be walking in God's ways is the way to life. It is the way to meaning. It just sometimes takes a long time to get there. And I love that Psalm 112 paints the picture of a long kind of life. The righteous will never be moved. They will be remembered forever. Righteousness, verse 9, Psalm 112, verse 9, righteousness endures forever. To be righteous, to place your life under God, to take the end of Ecclesiastes seriously, is to take your life for the long haul. However long you're given, it's to take it for the long haul. To not take obedience in bite-sized form, but to take it over an entire life. You see, We've said this in multiple different ways over this podcast as we've discovered the wisdom literature. Right living, obedience, it does not guarantee a life without trouble, but it does guarantee us a life able to withstand trouble. 
We're in a series on Sundays called Resilient, going through the book of James, very practical teaching, and it would underline this exact point, that we live obediently before God, not so that we dodge trouble, but so that we are able to build a resilient life that can withstand trouble itself. Ecclesiastes' conclusion is that you will not always be able to run from existential discomfort, the feeling of despair, a sense of hopelessness. These things haunt the human mind. Sometimes you go there to dark places, considering the meaninglessness and the hevel of it all. But, the writer argues, despite a wandering mind and an inconsistent heart, can we still have a consistent life by walking in God's commands? The answer is an emphatic yes. And so, friends, may you, through the power of God's Spirit and the illumination of the gospel, walk in God's ways. May you, as the Ecclesiastes writer says, fear God and keep his commands, for this is our whole duty as human beings. And may God's grace and peace be with you as you walk with him during these difficult days. We love you guys.